Hello, and welcome to the Disney Dunces! Using your touch-toad keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title you would like to see. You've selected... Phineas and Ferb the Movie, Candace Against the Universe. If this is correct, please press 1 now. Hello and welcome to Disney Dunces, the only Disney podcast presented by self-proclaimed non-experts. I'm Dunce number one, but you just call me Richard. And I'm Craig Stu, and I'm Dunce number two. And I'm the third one, and aren't you boys a little dumb to be hosting a podcast? No. Yes. I believe that is why we have the uh, title, Dunce. No, no, no. Craig, this is a recurring joke from the uh, yeah, Phineas and Ferb a... television series on the Disney Channel. Which kind of reminds me, boys, I know what we're going to do today. That one I know. Hey, where's Richard? What? Oh, <laughs> I know that one too. Wait, I don't... Craig, do you actually know this? He's Perry the Platypus. Oh, okay. So, oh, So okay. we are all familiar with the lore of the Phineas and Ferb. I've seen, I've told you, I've seen some episodes. I haven't watched that much, but... I mean, if you've seen some episodes, you've pretty much seen all You've seen them all. They're all exactly the same. (laughs) There was a a trip I took to Disney World one year that I literally... That was all that was on because all they had on the TV was, you know, Disney stuff or ABC. So I was just watching Phineas and Ferb because it was like the best thing on TV. So I watched it the whole time, uh, you know, anytime, anytime we came back from the parks, I just watched Phineas and Ferb. Why didn't you keep watching it when you came home? It's the yeah. best thing on TV. It was TV. new at the time, I think. It, it was probably it like 2012 TV. or 20, uh, 2010, maybe. I don't know when. The, it was pretty new, so there weren't that many episodes. And even though Craig hasn't watched that many episodes, he still has a Phineas and Ferb action figure collection. I, I have the rare gold Phineas Amiibo. What was oh, it wait, actually you actually have called? a gold one? <laughs> <laughs> what? Disney Infinity? That was the thing that it was from the toy. Yes, I have two because I have one opened and <laughs> oh then one god. in the box. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what a collector! I love it. Was there because a Ferb one too? No, there was that's not so a Ferb. messed up. <laughs> it was Perry and Phineas. Oh, and I didn't know they had Perry. I would love a I Perry believe, figure. Are you yeah, kidding I believe me? it was Perry. I you don't, I don't in know the if box? I have. For, I don't know if I have Perry actually. Oh my god! I might. I don't know. But everything's have, better with Perry. I have a lot of them. They're in the basement somewhere. A lot of Disney Infinities or a lot of Perry? Disney and Infinity Phineas's. figures. I'm going to sell them at some point. I don't Perry the Platypus. I love gonna, it. But I have the Phineas. It's in my room. It's on my wall. <laughs> it's the one because it's the one that Rich got me. I don't even remember getting you one. It's because it's the rare gold Phineas Amiibo. Is it actually gold? No, but we. That's what was, that right. was our little joke. I mean, I have spray paints. We can make it gold. I know. We'd have to carefully unbox it, spray paint it, glue the packaging back together, though. Eh, we can figure it out. We could. We, we could. I don't know. You said that like that was such a hard thing to do. <laughs> okay.
So let's talk about Phineas and Ferb and not Craig's toys. Okay, I love that. That's another Ferb. podcast. What do you call it? Craig's stuff. The podcast. Great. 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 How great. can viewers find it? Mm-hmm. Wherever you find your podcasts. This Is one there doesn't exist. This, I'm not lying no to fucking... the people. It doesn't exist. I'm not going to lie to our viewers. Well, why do you say you had one? <laughs> what? I just said it was a it, that's a different podcast, and then you said which one? No, it's funny because we're doing our reoccurring bit where we make up podcasts. Oh, oh, well, if this is just it's a bit. It's all very meta. Oh, this is our bit. Then Craig stuffed the podcast. I'm done. Uh, I'm Craig number one. <laughs> okay, and I'm the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Let's talk about Phineas and Ferb. So I've recently started watching Phineas and Ferb on Disney Plus. Um, maybe get halfway through season one or so. Um, liking it a lot. That's it. Yeah, Wait, that's it. That's all you're watching. You're telling oh me God. that I haven't watched enough Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, pretty sure I've watched more than see at least season one. That's maybe not true, but but <laughs> I don't know. But still, you've only gotten halfway through the first season. You're making fun of me. Come on. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I thought you had no context at all. I knew who every character was. I knew that the, that that one chick was Doofenshmirtz's daughter. Who's the Asian that... girl then? Her the friend. Yeah, Candace's friend. Yeah, give me a name. I don't remember her name. Stacy. Oh, we got there though. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Shit. I did watch the movie. <laughs> so, and who's the boy? Not a not a big role for Stacy. The boy. Uh, that I don't remember. Oh, come on. Richard, please Tracy. hit us with the boy. Jeremy. <laughs> oh. Jeremy what? They made a song after him. I don't know his last name, though. <laughs> Jeremy Johnson. What is his band name? JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Mr. and Big the JJs. In- it's your clothes, Jeremy and the Incidentals. <laughs> oh, okay. You're right there, though. Who has more Phineas and Fur points right now? Me or Craig? I think you guys are tied for both being embarrassingly low. <laughs> you know, the only character I definitely did not know was the little, uh, like, the, uh, the kid in the, the skull t-shirt. Actually, Buford? What's his name? Buford. Oh, yeah. And, and the Indian kid. I don't remember his name. Oh, my God. Ranji? Balji. Balji. Buford and Balji. They weren't actually in the show initially. Um, they were... It's really good because... They have this bit. They keep rem- they keep mentioning even in this movie they kept mentioning the roller coaster. And that is the first episode. Yeah. Buford and Balji don't appear in that episode, but throughout the series they keep revisiting that episode and you always get a comment from the two of them saying, "Hey, I don't remember this happening" or something along those lines and it's very good. <laughs> well, the whole show is liter- is is meta, right? They're yeah, it's be- incredibly meta. It's so good. They are just oh. all they do is break the the fourth wall constantly. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we get some good instances of that in this. Oh yeah, the movie is the movie is very much a Phineas and Ferb. They did it. They're back, boys. So I had a question here. Is this like the first? Well, I know it's not the first movie, correct? Correct. Is this the last movie? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look into my crystal ball. It just came out. Of course it is. <laughs> what kind of fucking question is that? I don't understand this question either. Okay, fine, fine. Let's disregard is this that. This the question. last podcast. I'll ask it later. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you mean later? 
Sure, you don't want to ask now? No, 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 no. It's fine. Okay. Uh, I guess this is tied to the ending. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> There's some growth. <laughs> fine. Okay. Let's let's continue. Well, let's right. start to begin with. Okay. Uh, ooh, it's good to start before we continue. Yes. So, so what are we what are we talking about, Richard? Phineas and Ferb, Candace against the universe. Phineas and Ferb, the movie, oh. Candace. Yes. Yeah. Like I always. For the longest time, I thought it was going to be Cadence against the universe. I realized that that is not the not the case. No, but would be appropriate. I guess. Well, she's musically inclined. The whole family is. Yeah, and we see that with you know, the, the, the parents are two pop stars. I don't know if you knew that. Well, are they really? Lindana and Max Modem. Oh yeah. Are they? Is that why Ferb is British? That is why Ferb is British. Uh, well, no, he's British. Well, British <laughs> pop stars. No, no, the mom is American. The Ferb yeah. is actually Phineas's uh, stepbrother. Oh, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, so the the father is British. <laughs> you don't get a lot of Lawrence in this. So was he a British pop star? Uh, is he Hugh Grant? Who, the the father Lawrence? Yeah. No, he became an '80s washed out pop star sometime in the early mid 2000s or 2000. Like I forgot which season. It's like season Hugh, three. So he's Hugh Grant <laughs> from that movie. <laughs> Sure, he's Hugh Grant from that movie. Did Hugh Grant pretend to be a pop star? Well, in the movie, he was a pop star. Oh, no, he's not actually a pop star, but they did convince the world that he was a pop star uh, with oh, Max okay. Modem. It's a really good episode with an incredible song, uh, Alien Heart. Look it up. It's fantastic. So, wait, for some reason, I thought that Phineas and Ferb were like stepbrothers. He just said That's what that. I said. <laughs> wait, what? Sorry, I They're zoned out. brothers. Are you thinking half brothers? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> yes, uh, stepbrothers. We don't know who Phineas and Candace's father actually is. But do we There's... know who Ferb's mom is? No, we do not. Did they both die? We have die? a theory that we don't know. They don't give you this information. Uh, so people have been saying, oh, Phineas's father is definitely Doofenshmirtz because he both have stupid heads. And um, this is this Yo, is true. But the thing is, Ferb yeah. has the Doofenshmirtz haircut. I'll believe it, but again, he's unrelated to the, the theory. What um, if? Okay, they're both related. Okay, and Doofenshmirtz is the father. Doofenshmirtz banged each of their mothers. Here? Each of their both of their mothers. Yes. Okay. So the dad didn't, Ferb's dad, it's not actually his father, is that what you're saying? Yes. I think the problem with this theory is, if you look at Ferb's grandfather, it looks exactly like him. Like Doofenshmirtz? No, like Ferb. Ferb and his grandfather look very identical. On whose side? On the father's side. Are you positive? (laughs) Yes! Because your step... What is wrong with you? I've never seen much of the show. Well, okay, I've well, seen a I lot of said, the show. Okay, but what do you want me to say on his mother's side? You got side? halfway through the first season. Isn't the show, like, really long? Like The show for a is... While. How long is the show? It's like not super long. Like, three or four seasons. Yeah, but three or four seasons is not, like, 12 a season for this. Isn't it, like... It's, it's like a, a lot. It's it a varies. Lot of... I think it varies a lot, too. I think sometimes they're, like, 40 and sometimes they're, like, 10. Oh. Yeah. I got it's over, like, 10, 20% of the way through the series. Boom. I don't even think that's true. <laughs> Maybe. You want to fucking bet? I said it doesn't matter. What does it matter? I, I, it just seems like any Phineas and Ferb questions will 
Come to me. I'll. I'll uh, yeah. Be the why? Why are we arguing about or finish? The I want to be more informed than Craig. <laughs> you guys are about equal. <laughs> I don't know why that's a problem for you. About equal. That means when, someone's higher. When I higher. went to Disney that one year, there was pl- Perry the Platypus everywhere. God, that's so cool. I'm everywhere. Man. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about the show now. So sorry, movie. The movie. Thank you. I mean, we can still talk about the show. I'd love that. Ugh. I mean, we. Well, I'm going to have questions for you throughout. Yeah. Okay. That works for me. Okay. So we begin. Candace is singing a song about how great life is, and it's pretty good. But it's and, best song, I think. Yeah. And then like she starts singing about how like her brothers are you know ruining her life. And she gives specific examples, and it also changes, like, the tone of the song completely. Like, she's mad. It gets rocking. Yeah, it's really good. It starts off with, like, bubblegum pop BS, and then, it, yeah, it goes hard into it with the guitar, and the the lighting changes the red and black, and it's, oof. You feel that rage building inside of her. Yeah, and you see kind of, like, the roller coaster and the time machine and that nonsense, and yeah. Everything from the show. It's really good. Craig, you'd know that if uh, you watched the show. I was able to figure that out and i did see some of the show (laughs) this is the worst bit we've ever had what do you mean (laughs) are you accusing craig of never seeing the show and craig confirming he has seen the show (laughs) i'll let the viewers decide wink like i don't know it's like me saying like hey i saw all of like you know the spider-man cartoon when i've only seen like one episode of the Spider-Man cartoon. You never cartoon. said he's seen all of it. <laughs> you never said he's seen all the Spider-Man cartoon. I, w- I, I know I haven't seen all the Spider-Man cartoon. Huh. Interesting. Let's continue. Well, it's on Disney Plus. You can watch it now. I know I could. I watched it a little. I watched it when I was a kid. All and right. I, I was so young, I barely remember it. Well, this isn't the Spider-Man cast, so we're good. I know. I was in my twenties when I watched for her. Oh my god! Fur. Can we please move on? <laughs> Hold on, I need to write this down in my notes. <sighs> that I was in my twenties when I watched Phineas and Ferb. Is that what you're writing down? No, something else. Don't worry about it. It's for another podcast. <laughs> he's, he's gonna watch all of Spider Man. <laughs> so next week he can say definitely he has seen all of the Spider Man <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> I, I say that as if there isn't like eight of them. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> there is I assume you meant the 90s one. Probably. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay, can I talk about my movie? I'm gonna watch I the old get, that's uh, not necessarily 70s movie, Spider-Man but... cartoon. Stop talking about Spider-Man! No one's talking about Spider-Man! Okay. You started it! I mean, I do like Spider-Man. It's not <laughs> pretend. It's I use really Spider-Man good. as an example. <laughs> well, pick a less interesting example. <sighs> no. Okay, I'm continuing. All right. Got okay. Cadence singing. Do you like yeah, the dollar? Yeah. And then after that, like, you know, she gets home and we see that there's a giant robot clown thing juggling our, like all Phineas and his friends and Ferb, all of his friends, because, you know, they they like to hang out with their friends a lot of the time. At least that's what I picked up from the show. Yeah, it's summer. Yeah. I that's saw the, the show, Greg. You don't have to yeah. tell me. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. My bad. I've never seen it. You might explaining what summer is. Me or Craig? I've seen the show. Either or. I whatever ex- whoever feels more <laughs> expertly inclined. Let's test it's, Craig on this one. Craig, want to explain <laughs> what summer is? It's yeah, a period yeah. of time between, I don't know, what, June? Maybe. No, May, in, in terms of Phineas of and Ferb lore. 
Oh, it's it's they're off from school. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so they all got right. free time. That's fun. No, I have all I need. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah, it's summer. They're playing with their friends, and we just kind of see like, you know, like just seeing them getting juggled by the robot. It made me so happy. Just seeing how carefree they are, and it just melts like so perfectly with how like. Candace is with her attitude and how she hates everything and yeah of course she wants to tattle on them like to her mom and say yo Phineas and Ferb are doing things that they probably shouldn't be doing and you know she wants to see him get punished but and she wants to her guess who's pulling into the busted. driveway as we speak yeah it's the mom now Craig this is kind of a bit with the show in which yeah. like Phineas and <laughs> Ferb are always, like, getting into, like, you know, having kooky fun adventures. And then, like, the second that they're about to be found out, like, everything erases itself from history. Yeah, because Doof and Schmertz and Perry are fighting and it always uh, ends up, you know, connecting. I'm aware. Wait, 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 wait. This is actually a question I had. Maybe I can ask Craig. Craig, I'm going to ask for your educated guess. And, Koski, you're going to confirm, okay? Okay, sure. So, yeah. In this movie, Perry and Doofenshmirtz, like, they're they're chilling with some laser off in, like, nowhere land. And a laser? Yeah, there's a laser that destroys the clown before Mom gets home. Oh. And in every single episode, does, like, whatever Perry and Doofenshmirtz are doing, do they, like, clean up their mess? Or is it just most of the time? Or some of the time? Craig? I think every time. I don't know, though. I, I haven't seen the whole show. <laughs> Casca? It's almost always, but not always. It's not a definite always. I can remember at least one instance where I remember specifically that um, they made a monster truck (laughs) arena for uh, uh, Candace to build her confidence to get her driver's license. Craig, are you okay with spoilers? Oh, yeah, Craig, are you okay with spoilers? I'm okay with spoilers. Okay, and um, a spoiler alert for everyone else, obviously. Um, and instead of a doof contraption, a Nator getting in the way and destroying it or disappearing it or whatever, um, a guy just bought it <laughs> and he halted away. <laughs> gotcha. That was it. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's more instances of, you know, a Nator's not being involved, but you know, it's not always the case. It just usually is. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense to me. Thank yeah. you. No problem. Um, let's see. So Yeah. Uh, once again, uh, Candace, like, you know, she gets yelled at by the mom because, like, there was nothing for the mom to see because it got cleaned up and turned into, like, dryer lint or something like that. I don't know what it was. No, it got, it got dryer linted and got sucked up away in the vacuum, in his vacuuminator. Gotcha. Yeah. Because what he was trying to do, his plan was to turn the mayoral office into lint and then vacuum it up away, creating a vacuum of power for him to seize, you know, the opportunity. That's clever. It is really clever. <laughs> Everything in the show is very clever. And I it's love him pointing out the facts. Well, the show and the movie. Him pointing out the fact about how clever it was, his idea. Because it was, you know, a figurative vacuum. And he also using a literal vacuum. To which Perry responds by hitting him with a literal vacuum. Using it as both a vacuum and a weapon. It's the best show, guys. I know that they, like, called it out in the movie. But it went over my head. <laughs> I, 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 here it is. It's right here for you now. I just explained it. Yeah. They call everything out. They don't even. Oh like, yeah. They don't just let things go. They're, they literally. <laughs> no, they just tell you. They like you. to show people their work. We did this. 
appreciate it. I think my favorite joke of this instance was definitely um, Doofman was entering a car show with his his uncle's terrible car. And to make sure he wins, he was going to turn everything else into rust. He's going to rust all the, the vehicles with his nature. And he goes, rust, rust, red dust. I wonder if that's the entomology of the word. Let me go look that up, Perry the Platypus. He walks off screen for like three seconds, returns and goes, yeah, it turns out entomology is the study of insects. Who knew? It's the stupidest thing Wait, in the what? world. I can't remember you telling me something like that before. <laughs> I don't get it. It's my it. favorite joke. Wait. Okay, etymology is the is the origin of words, and entomology is the study of insects. So he looked up the entomology for the word rust, but instead all he got was results for insects. Uh-huh. It's a really good joke. Like entomans. <laughs> like entomans. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, man. Um, yo, this is, like, my favorite joke in the movie. So, like, okay, everything turns to the dryer lint or something. And then the Indian kid and the bully, they're talking about it as they're going home. And, like, the Indian kid is all like, yo, is that lint? It smelled like lint. And then the dude was like, the bully was like, it sure tasted like lint. And he was all like, why were you tasting it? He's all like, you were sniffing it. That was my favorite. It's really good. Oh, like do they always have like that kind of back and forth? Yeah, it's very common. <laughs> it's nothing new. God, they're they were my favorite characters in the movie for sure. Yeah, they're, mainly they the little Indian kid. Oh, Baljeet's amazing. What's his name again? Baljeet. Baljeet, like the cookie. B a l j e e t. Is there a cookie called Baljeet? Yeah, you get on planes or something. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. But, okay. So, now that everything's cleaned up, Candace, she's just sad because she couldn't bust the boys. But, um, like, she's so sad in that this is the first time, I guess, ever in their lives that Phineas and Ferb are all like, yo, like, she's sad. Like, maybe we did something wrong. (laughs) What? What do you mean? This exact exchange has happened before. (laughs) First time in the movie, though. Oh, yeah, first time in the movie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they want to do something special to help her. But uh, I guess they go off, do their own thing. And that's when uh, Vanessa comes along. And she's all like, yo, kid, this why are you sitting, like, sad at the side of the road? Like, you're going to get hit by a car or something. But um, they have some spiritual talks. And, I don't know, a rocket ship just comes over. <laughs> well, what happens is Vanessa wants to get down to the root of, you know, Candace, maybe... It's not your brothers that's getting you down. Maybe it's your obsession with busting your brothers. And maybe this stems from a different source. And Candace kind of lets it all out that, yeah, maybe she wants to bust her brothers because she knows that she's nothing in this universe. She's just a speck, especially compared to the, you know, the, the beast that is her brother and their inventions. And she just wants to feel like she's someone for once. And cue the rocket ship. And she completely loses that train of thought. It's rocket ship time, baby. Were the two of them always friends? Vanessa and Candace? Yeah. Well, Vanessa didn't come until later in the show, so no. But after they were introduced to no, each other. No, she was in point? the show for a while, like season one. Because I saw Maybe. her a few times. Well, but, yeah, I was going to say, I, if I knew who the character she had, couldn't have been there. And she had to okay. be around. I mean, I'll believe that. Like, like, I think that they first introduced her just as like his intern or something. Assistant. 
Doofenshmirtz. Oh, he does refer to her as her assistant, but yes, it is his. Yeah, and it yeah. seemed like she just kind of like was like secluded to Doofenshmirtz's like nonsense, and I yeah. didn't. I was surprised that she actually had interaction with them. I'm trying to think of when she they specifically start interacting, and I and I remember the busted song, which is probably what had happened, <laughs> but. Mm. I don't like I don't think it was they didn't they they were introduced to each other in this show. They weren't just like, oh, they're friends. Go figure. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, a rocket ship there, it's gonna go suck up Candace and Vanessa. We don't care about them anymore for a while. Um, yeah, they're just gone. Yeah. But Phineas and Ferb, they they kind of see the rocket ship going off, right? They got pictures of the plates. Yeah, and they're all like, shit, th- she just got abducted. This wasn't our silly business. Even though like Candace, I think she thought it might be. Well, no, first they thought she was just going on vacation or something. <laughs> and then once they examined the picture that Ferb took, but he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. She doesn't look like she's having a great time. It must have been against her will. Luckily, you got pictures of the space plates. Let's run them through the database, Ferb. Yeah. So they're all like, shit, she got abducted by some aliens. They're going to do research. Then they find out that she's going to the Roblox cluster. And... It's them. probably my favorite, my one of my favorite jokes in the stupid movies right here. What happened? Where they, yeah, Ferb's, uh, what is it, the, whatever, the, whatever cluster they're going to the planet Flork. Oh, say Go it, ahead like, and say that fast. five times fast. <laughs> and Ferb just does it. And he goes, oh, I guess it's not that hard. And then they just keep doing it together. <laughs> so it's so strange. <laughs> I love it. It's great because like. So they make a portal with all of their friends to go save Candace, and they end oh, up in yeah. Doofenshmirtz's lab, because he's building a portal, too, because uh, his daughter was taken, so he wants to go save her. And that's when it happens again. Like, they're <laughs> like, yo, she she got taken to the Roblox Custer, and Doofenshmirtz is all like, you know, say that a bunch of times real fast. And they do! <laughs> and he goes, well, that was disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Which, granted, it is really weird. <laughs> yeah. God. So good. So, anyway, they can't use the portal, so they're going to use Doofenshmirtz's rocket ship or something. I guess he uh, had his, a... His, his space travel innator. <laughs> yes. The, it, like, all of his inventions, are they an innator? They are most... I think all of them. If Everyone, I think maybe yeah. one of them wasn't. But, yes, they are innators. But you can't <laughs> yeah. forget that they... Uh, what they take with them on their... Uh... Oh, yes. <laughs> Two very important items. Oh, yeah. I know one was a canoe brought by yes. the bully man. Yes. And the other thing was Belgique's like Deep Space Nine or something. I don't know. What oh, well, no. Now. They <laughs> Doof specifically brought his um, replacement uh, the chicken in Ator. Yeah. Oh. What's, what's her face <laughs> picked it up? Uh, Allison Stoner's uh, oh, um, character. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Why did I, I don't forget remember her, her sister, but I can't fucking remember her name. Yeah, that's weird. You're weird. I don't <laughs> know. Cheap advice does it all over me. again, boys. It just came to me. Isabella. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, her. Izzy's got the frizzies, baby. Yeah, yeah I like her. She picked up the, uh, the chicken replacinator. Yeah. And she's like, what the hell is this? Oh, it's my chicken replacinator. You need it. You know, replaces <laughs> anything you shoot with the nearest No, no, no. his line was really good. He says something like, I'd rather uh, have it and not need it than need it and not have it or something like it's that. It's fair. <laughs> and that's, that's yeah, how I that's live life. And that's what she said. She said, that's fair. <laughs> <Something like> that. <laughs> so they took it. 
It's so funny because so, you see these items that they're bringing. You're like, of course these will be used later on. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I you mean, know? they're drawing so much attention to it. They have like a five-minute scene of Buford trying to get the canoe in the stupid inator. Yeah, he's just like, why are you bringing a canoe? He's, he just he wants and, to and I think whatever. I the know. beautiful part is through the whole movie, he's carrying the fucking thing the whole time. The whole time. Yeah, I was just, hoping ugh. that I wouldn't have to draw attention to it, and I didn't even talk about them in my notes. <laughs> Why so, would you not so have important. to draw attention to it? The, the movie does such a... It just makes you draw attention to it. Again, it's it's what they do. Yeah. So is this the first time that the boys actually interact with Doofenshmirtz? See, that's the problem. Um, this movie... It's hard to you can't I can't really place it in the timeline because there are things that happen in the show that clearly haven't happened in this movie. Ah. So I don't know. Um, I know the last movie also had them interacting with Do for the first time, quote unquote. But they explained that one away with a memory wipe, and that is actually canon in the show because they reference things they shouldn't remember from the movie, and they don't know how they know them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there are specific episodes. I think there are where they do meet up with Doof again, and they treat it like it's their first time meeting. But again, with this this movie, just it doesn't make sense uh, canonically for this to even exist. Gotcha. Um, and I could go into details if you want major Phineas and Ferb spoilers, but I don't know if we want to do that or not. Huh. I say maybe not. Okay. Maybe one of these days. One of these days. Fine with me. Okay. Unless Craig, did uh, do you want to hear spoilers or no? I don't care. Spoil yeah. away. Okay. Yeah, let's spoil away. Spoil away. Okay, so at the end of the series, Doof has a change of heart. He is no longer the bad guy. He's no longer obsessed with taking over the tri-state Wait, area. So is the series like def- definitely over? Like, was the last episode of the series like definitely like a finale kind of episode? Oh, oh, it has to be. They had like a huge musical number. They didn't. Okay. So- <laughs> There was I mean, there's like two major last episodes of the move of the show. One of them did a ten year time skip to show the future, and then the second one was like a major send off to you know the the fans of the show where they did like a whole concert. They reinvited everyone. They did this major song. It was a big goodbye special. There's no reason to revisit this this series like Seinfeld. Like Seinfeld. Um, and it goes so much further because after Phineas and Ferb. They continued this story by having, trying to make two more shows. One of them was Agents of OSHA. Uh, no, not OSHA. God. Just I was going to say, OSHA is yeah. something else in real life. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. That's why it just hit me. Not OSHA. Um, what is it? Uh, Awoka. Oh, it's it's organization without a really cool acronym. It's intentionally really stupid. I can't remember it. But yes. Awaka. Uh, which yes. is Perry's organization that Doof joins, even though he's not technically an animal, but he was raised by ocelots, so he's qualified to, you know, <laughs> a part of the animal organization. That show was miserable and bad. Uh, they threw it. They threw the pilot episode in the series, so you can watch it if you want. Don't watch it. And then uh-huh. the second thing was Milo Murphy's Law, which takes place in Danville in this same universe, and Phineas Ferb crossover for one episode. Um, and-, and again, Doof and Spurts living his new life. Uh, no longer looking to take over the Tri-State area, actually moves in with uh, the Murphys. And that's supposed to actually be good, right? It is really good. Um, I I wish people would watch it. It's hard to get into because it's not Phineas and Ferb. It's a little bit different. The writing is still very good. 
Um, it's a little bit more story incident, uh, story driven than Phineas and Ferb was, and it's like surprisingly so. And it's it is it's just really neat. And Weird Al Yankovic is the star. I mean, come on, you got Weird Al. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but it's right now in limbo, and if people don't watch it on Disney Plus, it will be gone forever, and I'm going to be sad by that. I forget how we even got onto this topic, but I'm going to continue now. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So let's talk about space because Candace and Vanessa, they're on the ship. And they're like, shit, we're being kidnapped by a bunch of aliens. So let's try to escape ourselves. And they find some escape pods and Vanessa gets in one and they realize like, oh no, there's only one one spot in the escape pod. So Vanessa gets in first and then Candace is all like, you know what? Good luck, sucker. And then like all the escape pods launch and Candace is there to be on the ship alone. Um, Yeah. So Vanessa, she goes away. Turns out she's going to some planet that they were, I guess the ship was trying to get to in the first place. Yeah, it wasn't a good escape. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you got to just escape well, the ship, it's a good escape. Yes, I guess. I guess it, yeah, I left the ship. Yeah, because that's what they're for. They're not for like, you know, for like prisoners to escape the ship and go home. Well, it's true. It's really just to get the, the ship, you know. Just get out it of the away. Ship. <laughs> they all went the same direction, though. So, That's true. They ended yeah. up at square one. Yeah. So they're going to go have some fun adventures. While Phineas and Ferb, they're also having fun adventures, just trying to get to space. And this is where we have probably my favorite song of the movie. Because um, Perry, he went along to, well, I guess he got orders to go along. And he had a little predicament because, like, you know, Doofenshmirtz knows he's, like, a secret agent, but Doofenshmirtz doesn't know he's a pet. And the boys, they know Perry's a pet, but they don't know he's a secret agent. So he's all like, shit, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm in a predicament. So I guess he just, like, kinda... Oh, not even once does that boy sweat it. Come on now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do love his interactions with his boss, Major Monogram, who goes, wow, that's quite the situation you're in. Uh, good luck with that, I guess. <laughs> yeah he's like uh, like we like you're definitely not the number one pick for <laughs> something like in this. retrospect you're probably the worst person we could have said anyway have fun <laughs> yes oh god that's yeah. such a good sh- everything oh like during their space adventures they go hit an asteroid field on the way and perry's outside the ship and he gets a song I don't remember what the song was called, but they just say how Perry is like, you know, the best guy and he's so humble and doesn't need any recognition. He's great. He's Perry the Platypus, baby. It's really nice and pleasant. Yeah, man. But yeah, he's the real hero of the movie, as we all know. Um, He blew up all the asteroids. Wait, was he the one responsible for that? Yeah, he was one blowing up all the asteroids, but very secretive. They all just assume that, oh, they just got past it somehow. They did <laughs> What is the best part is when he hits the, he ends up flopping onto the, the, um, the window of the, sp- of the, uh, the ship. And, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Buford just decides, he shows him, he learned how to do the, the thing with the yo-yo. Is that hey, what everyone, was? look, I'm doing the cat's cradle. <laughs> yeah. And everybody Stop navigating turns. the asteroid field and look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I've just never been able to do it before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. I love it. Yeah. So, let's see. Where do we go from there? I guess we're just going to go to the planet yeah, now, right? Yeah, they get to the ion field and they make it to the planet. Yeah. So, anyway, Candace is, like, she's on the mothership. She's 
basically being taken by a bunch of lima bean men. And like, they're all like, yo, we're going to take you to the leader. And we got a nice build up song to the meeting yeah. with the leader. <laughs> it's a really good one, too. Yeah, it's like super like, um, what's the word that you would describe it? Uh, High energy. Old, high energy, old timey barbershop quartet. Old timey barbershop, yes. Yeah, and the, the straw hats. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, and like the entire song, like they're going to say how like how great it is to see the leader, but they keep delaying it. Like they're all like, ah, it's time to meet her. And then it's like, then they have something more to interject. And so it's time to lead the leader, but these, see, this guy's wicked awesome solo. And he starts doing the stupid backpack dance. Backpack but dance? But now it's, yeah, he does the backpack kid dance. Uh, flossing, floss. I believe they refer to it as, yes. Oh, yes. okay. And, but then it's finally time to meet the leader after this quick commercial break. And then it's finally time to meet the leader. Except the door's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it just moved slow. <laughs> I thought it jammed. Well, it, just, it, it jammed like midway through it. Then... <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. I can't. <laughs> yeah. So the leader is a queen. She's super welcoming. And she says like, yo, Candace, you know what? You're the chosen one. You emanate some kind of like radiation that we all feed off of. And you're keeping us alive. Good work. You're special. And Candace is all like, oh, my God, I've been wanting to hear someone say this my entire life. So, you know, she's on All it took nine. was meeting super, super tall doctor. Doctor? Yeah. That was, no, it was, uh, well, it wasn't super tall. It was no. What was it? I think it was super, super tall doctor. <laughs> super, super something doctor. Uh, super I don't think super it was big tall. doctor? That might have been it. It might have been big, super super big <laughs> super, super big doctor. Is that her actual name? That yeah, was her that's name. Her name. <laughs> oh jeez, I was just calling her like Space Queen in my notes. No, everyone on the planet had really dumb names. Like Toilet Flower. God. Oh, so yeah. dumb. Yeah. But um, Oh, but so coincidentally, uh, apparently Candace has Name yeah, sounds exactly super. like the sound they make when the upper part of their torsos explode, which is oh, a yeah. thing they do. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of it kind of happens a lot when they get free stuff or something else. Just excited in general. Yeah, yeah, but they grow back, right? Oh yeah, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. It's still PG. You're good. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's what's happening in, in Candace Land, and the boys they crash land on the planet. Um, all is well though. Doesn't matter. And I don't know. What happens after Oh, that? my God. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the, uh, <laughs> the voice cast. Guess who voices the big dude? The guy who, uh, his name is Stapler Fist. <laughs> oh, okay. It was Stapler Fist. I recognize his voice. Wayne Brady. <laughs> oh, that's <No>. fantastic. <laughs> this is a really good. Like, I, I didn't remember. Like I saw it's Jeremy Mitchell Musa. Remember that guy? I, I no. think he was on, uh, uh, what was it? He might have been on Hannah Montana. I recognize the name. I think he was Han- on Hannah Montana. I oh. haven't watched And Caroline Montana. Ray was, uh, is the Yes, mom. Caroline Ray's the mom. <laughs> I love how D-, D. Bradley Baker voices a lot of stuff is uh, just Perry. He's Perry. Like, yeah. also with, um, like, there was an announcer later in the movie at the baseball game. And that was like the guy from uh, Seinfeld, Peterman, right? Yes, that is actually Doof's brother, and who uh, was the mayor. I don't know why he was announcing at a baseball game. That was weird. <laughs> weird Al Yankovic, a shirt cannon guy. 
Oh, I love that they got Weird Al in. Why couldn't they get Michael Murphy in this movie? This is the craziest one. This is the craziest one. (laughs) Tiffany Haddish as the sound someone makes when they explode from the (laughs) Who is that? Tiffany Haddish. She's uh, an actress comedian. She's in a lot of. She's been in a lot of stuff recently. Want, want to give me something specific? Uh, what was C- she? Because I mean, you know, you say your name. I already assume that she's an actor and in other things. I, I, it doesn't matter. Who I don't she know. Is. The important never, part is I, she has. She's one character, and it's the sound people make when their torso explodes. She was. She was. Uh, let's see. I'm looking. At, I got her thing. She was in SpongeBob. Sponge on the Run. Uh. Okay, I'm going to give up on this. Secret Life of Pets 2, Angry Birds 2, Night School. Okay, Girls Trip, I think, was her big movie. Again, a bunch of things I have never seen. I know, I'm just saying. It's fine. (laughs) But I've seen her around. She's on that show, The the Last OG. Okay, we're moving forward. None of of Tiffany Hashburn or whatever. Okay, so... Um, the boys crash land. Candace is getting treated like a Disney princess over in like the palace or something, and she's basically becoming best friends with the lima bean queen. Um, I think that's super, super big doctor. I'm gonna keep calling her lima bean queen, that's in my notes. So, you know, I guess they had a song at some point, it was okay. I don't know, it was cute. It was again showing the relationship, they're getting like sisterly with each other, yeah. But, like, it's okay, because after that song, we go into the best song of the movie. Like, I know I said the Perry song was good. Like, that was good on, like, a regular level. But this one is, like, just so good with Doofenshmirtz and the little campfire girl. I wish there was... I I agree with you. I love this song, because apparently... I, like, love... I Anytime Doof sings is a treat. Yes. Mm-hmm. I wish there was more point to it. <laughs> yeah, like, Doofens- song. <laughs> like, I guess that, like, the campfire girl, she was going to, like, lead them through the jungle, and Doofenshmirtz was like, no, I want to lead, because I'm an adult, and I'm good at adulting, and she's all like, I have a bunch of badges, and, like, you know, she kind of gives examples why she's a good leader, and Doofenshmirtz is just saying how he's an adult. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so much. I really like the line, hey, Ferb, back me up here. To which Ferb responds, adulting isn't a verb. You're doing, this is nonsense. <laughs> but it is a verb. I've <laughs> used it. <laughs> I know you've used it. Plenty people, of people have used it. Uh, adulting well, we, is not a verb. Yeah, it's a thing like <laughs> millennials use. Exactly. Uh, I don't know what it means. I haven't done it before. It's doing adult things like... <laughs> buying food or doing your taxes things that it's the small victories that you take that make you feel like maybe you're gonna be all right i've done all those things (laughs) i'm sure you have buddy now you can guide these kids through this alien wilderness hey Uh, Uh, rather than the the fireside girl with all the patches that show that she's in fact a natural born leader i got a driver's license counts for something out his card and says hey do you have one of these to which he responds that's a library card and yes i do <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck has a library card anymore children i, I mean i was gonna say I, there's points to libraries you don't just get books there you get movies video games and now you can like rent ebooks through your library yeah too. you don't even have to go through there i know i was wow. looking into it when that ah, doesn't matter yeah oh see we're good influences on people 
Yeah, no, I know. I'm, not, I'm not very it's, good it's at adulting. I, I don't have a library card, so what do I know? <laughs> so you're not qualified to lead these children through the alien wilderness. I'm qualified I, to I lead children, and I'm qualified to lead us through the rest of this podcast. Uh, I don't know about that, but you're going to do it regardless, so. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Candace, she ends up on some kind of talk show, and like, you know, her and her new BFF, they're going to talk about how they're BFFs, and they're going to do a power ballad. But that's when Phineas and Ferb come in and ruin everything by interrupting the power ballad. And like, they're here to save her. But Candace is all like, yo, fuck off, boys. Um, I'm special now. I don't need you stealing the spotlight from me. And they just kind of get sent away to a dungeon because like the queen says, you know, take him away, lima beans. And she says she'll take care of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Candace doesn't know what that means specifically and she no. doesn't ask. Um, but you know, she took care of it by sending them to the dungeon. And that's kind of when like, I guess Candace, she starts to feel bad a little, a little more. And like, you know, she has some conversations with the leader and the leader's all like, you know what? Fuck those guys. Like you're special. It's fine that we took them away. I had brothers too. And I sent them away as well to the dungeon or something. I don't know. Or maybe that was later. That was later. Yeah. Okay. But that's when we have the twist because like, even though, like, they did have, like, a little bit of a talk saying, like... It turns out Perry was a secret agent the whole time. No, 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 no. The twist oh. is that there was a funnel sucking up Candace's life force. No, it wasn't doing that. She was uh-huh. just using her CO2. It was just, it was taking her breath. Yeah. Like, her excelled breath. <laughs> yeah, but it was still there the entire time, and we just found out. Like, we kind of realized that there's something up with these aliens. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And, like, we're all like, shit, what's this funnel for? And I guess, like, Candace, she goes off to trying to find out. And I guess she finds the plant, right? Yeah, but we don't know what it is. So they do a quick cut back to the boys. The boys. And they were, like, in the dungeon and they were trying to escape with some other lima well, bean they're men. Well, be- they're being transported. Ah. Along with some other prisoners. Who gotcha. look like weird fat green people with snail shells on their back. Yeah, and they have lima beans on their head. Or not lima beans, fingers on their heads or something. Yeah, they got weird little hairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess and they're they are too afraid to do anything. Yeah, because they hail from the great underground city of Cowardalia. Or something like that. Something Cow- like that. Cowardalia. <laughs> they something. call themselves cowards because they are cowards. Yeah, yeah. And like they get taken there and they realize that all these people, like they're a bunch of wussies who are afraid to see the sun. And we learned that the queen lady, um, the one that's with Candace now, she had some plant that has spores that allow her to like mind control anyone within proximity. But I guess we also learned that the plant is dying. And that's a bad thing for the for the queen, not for everyone else. Yeah, they're able to break her mind control because it's weakened. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically where we have the big plot of the movie. And Candace is the one that makes it live. But um, as Candace kind of learns the truth about this, because, like, you know, the lady, I guess, told her um, when she actually saw the plant. Um, I guess that's when she actually says, like, yo, Candace, you actually imprisoned your own brothers. I don't know. It was an exchange. You might want to yeah, uh, you might want to fill in some gaps here. Uh, no, that was basically it. She told him that, like, hey, because what she did is Candace was feeling bad. She sent her brothers away. And then she says something along the lines of, uh, I mean, why don't you reach out to your brother? She's like, oh, my brothers are here. They're locked up in the dungeon. You know, look at them. 
And then Candace responds, why would you do that to your own brothers? And she goes, you did the same thing. And then she reveals, like, yeah, I locked your brothers up. I said I'd take care of it. I took care of it. What are you, what are you complaining about? We're kindred spirits here, baby. You get it. I get it. Yeah. And then she then, then comes the big reveal that the thing that makes Candace so special is that she breathes in oxygen and exhales carbon dioxide, which plants need to live. And then Candace goes, oh, that doesn't make me special. Everyone on Earth does that. It's nothing. I'm nothing. I'm no one again. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. We should probably just go to Earth. We don't need you. So, yeah. I guess now that the alien people, they want to just conquer Earth or at least like, you know visit for a little while and like soup up their plant no and i think it's conquer earth they said we can, get, we can get a much better planet yeah a much bigger plant Ooh, yeah 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 but um phineas and ferb they want to save the day still so they go marching along singing their great song <laughs> it's so good <laughs> it's just, it is it is a song a battle song they've rallied the cowards and they've geared up with their swords and their shields, and they are now loudly announcing their battle plans. And they were going to the right or something, right? <laughs> we have, we are doing a sneak attack. All boats, all our forces are to the right. <laughs> to which the 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 alien um, lima bean people, sure, why not? Who cares what they are? Discuss. They're green. Wait, I know. Who cares? It's fine. I said I'm fine with it. I don't care. They discuss whether or not, does that mean it's their right or our right? <laughs> to which the song then clarifies, it's their right. Oh, no, it's our right, it's their left. But maybe we shouldn't talk about this in the song, we're giving away our entire strategy. So, of course, everyone, the alien people, change their attention to the actual quote-unquote attack. But nothing's happening on that side of the uh, of the forest, so... <laughs> the boys and the alien snail people were able to sneak up on them, no problem. Yeah, so they do a sneak uh. attack, and they make it onto the ship that, I guess, um, the Queen and Candace were on, because they were going to head to Earth to go conquer it. Yes, but just the boys and Isabel. Yeah, because um, Doofenshmirtz makes a heroic sacrifice, saying, like, yo, I'm going to stay here, try to find Vanessa, it's going to be fine. Not really a heroic sacrifice. <laughs> sacrifice he just found out his daughter never made it back to earth on the he's escape staying pod. on the planet that's a sacrifice he doesn't know not if he really. can make it back it's not again he's there to save his daughter <laughs> he's doing what he went there to do that's still a sacrifice dude not a sacrifice <sighs> but yeah so it's just what the would boys. you consider a sacrifice what do you want to see him do like you know take uh, a knife uh, to okay, the heart so... and kill himself in order to save his daughter well, I mean, if he did that, sure, that would be a sacrifice. <laughs> Do you know what sacrifice means? Yeah. He didn't sacrifice anything. He just, he went, he came to the planet to save his he daughter. He sacrificed his He's freedom. going to his save his home. daughter. No. <laughs> he didn't. Craig, back me up here. I don't think he sacrificed anything. I think he just wanted to go save his daughter. That's still a selfless act of selflessness. It does I mean... I, not a sacrifice, though. <laughs> you could say earlier when he went on his innator. Sure. <laughs> okay. Not not now. He's doing nothing now. <laughs> He's, He's letting the kids do... go. I, I, the kids were going regardless. He wasn't stopping them. <laughs> no, he they like if he said, "Hey guys, wait for me." They totally wait. And he's they, saying, no, no they, guys, they go. Can't. Do what they you came here to do. They cannot wait. The ship is taking off. 
So if they're going to save Candace, they have to get on the ship now. I just want him to be a hero. He is a hero. He just not, didn't kill himself to get the job done. He made a sacrifice. He didn't make a sacrifice. He literally yeah, broke off from the group to do what need he to needed lose to do. Something is probably the definition. I mean, you he did lose something. What did, what he, did lose? he lose? The ability to go home, like I said. He didn't lose the ability to go home. They don't even know where the ship is going. It was their getaway plan. It wasn't their getaway plan, man. They know all they know is Candace is on the ship. Let's follow them and get Candace. <laughs> I can't believe you're having such a hard time figuring out this children movie for children. I, I know. I, I'm not. I'm fucking there, bud. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I was doing things during the movie. I know you were. You, like, not watching it. I watched most of it. All of it, actually. Guess, Sorry. Guess what, pal? As someone who loves Phineas and Ferb, I watched the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> How many times did you watch it? One and a half. Oh, okay. Craig? <laughs> <laughs> I just watched it once. I basically watched it one and a half. I watched you the trailer. Basi- you basically watched it almost once, is what you, you meant say, to say. You said you watched the trailer. Counts as the half. It's half of the movie right there. You pick up on pretty much every major plot point watching the trailer. You also okay, pick, them up, pick, up, pick the it up when you watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why probably I wanted why, probably, probably the trailer made it seem like Doof made a heroic sacrifice. <laughs> and that's all he has to go off of because he didn't fucking watch it. I watched the movie one and a half. Could have fooled me. No, we you tied. didn't watch it once. <laughs> we tied. We didn't. I beat Craig at least. I don't think you did. I'm pretty sure Craig watched it a full one time. Craig, how many times did you watch the trailer? I didn't watch the trailer. It's not the Boom. movie. That's the trailer. Yeah, again, you're saying nothing. Let's you continue, saw parts please. of the movie. Okay, let's, fine. Let's continue. Just want to be right for once. I if you when you're you can be right when you're right. <laughs> you can't just will yourself right. It's not how it works. Fine. Ah, will right. You get it, boys. That's a joke. Humor. Please. Whatever. Continue. Okay. So Doofenshmirtz he goes off to do his own thing. I guess he like ends up finding her somehow. I don't know. He, well, she's making Instagram posts essentially, and he looks at the picture. Of the building, and he can tell, oh, well, she was last seen on this side of the building. If I keep heading this direction, I should be able to find her. Uh, except he takes one step and falls off a cliff. What a and sacrifice. Then he, then, he, then he dies. <laughs> or at least he would have, except his, his daughter is very resourceful, and she befriended one of the weird dragon creatures that we saw earlier. That doof, in fact, used his chickeninator on to save him and the children. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, they have that dragon thing. Um, I don't know. And yeah, they just, she picks up Doof, and he's fine. Yeah, and they're just like, well, shit, guess we're stuck here forever, maybe. And we don't see them again for a while. But Phineas and Ferb, they're on the mothership, heading towards Earth. And, I don't know, they're just having a good time. That's all I really know. I guess <laughs> they end up on Earth. <laughs> I don't know. So... What happens now is throughout this whole movie, Baljeet has been referencing his space adventures. It's an adventure in space DVD box set and kind of getting these big ideas to how they can solve these, you know, these really sci-fi related issues. And it's kind of been working, kind of not been working. So it's time to try another one of those by basically overloading the ship's engines by using its force field 
And to figure out which button it is, you just have to hit the one all the way on the left. So Bounty does it, but instead of overloading do. the engine, it just kind of opens the cargo bay, uh, cargo doors, and the, the, the kids go flying out of the ship. Luckily, they've already entered Earth's atmosphere, but they are currently plummeting to Earth with a bunch of debris and a canoe. But... <laughs> <laughs> Craig, would you like to do the honors? You seem to enjoy uh, this part as well. No, 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 no. Are you no. sure? No, you go. Okay. Me. Well, they decide it's now time to swear off any space adventure ideas because they've all been garbage. However, being in this canoe that Buford brought along with them because he had the grand idea of entering the canoe while they were falling and being surrounded by this debris gives Phineas the grand idea from Space Adventures episode 428, part B, where they take. The- <laughs> they take all the debris and create a kind of parasail with it. Everyone is all on board for Phineas's wonderful space adventure plan, which very much upsets Belgi because every time he says it's space adventures plan, everyone is really upset with him. But when Phineas says it, you got to be on board. Phineas is the boy, baby. Come yeah. on. And he even broke his DVDs in rage. <laughs> Poor Belgi. He, it was so sad because he tried to like destroy the box first, and then he couldn't do it. So then he had to open it up and start taking the discs out and break them that way, just one by one. It's really stupid and really good. Yeah, but they end up being safe. Yeah, they're and, fine. Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up before that I really liked is that the rocket ship, the mothership, was going super quick, faster than the speed of light, or something like that. Yeah, oh my god, yes, the meta BS that happened. (laughs) Yes, in which, like, I guess going past the speed of light, like, takes matter to their primal essence or something like that. Yes. So you see them start to kind of, like, degrade. Like, you see their animated selves, and then they go backwards to, like, um, like the sketch. It's, uh, yeah, they... (laughs) It goes from, like, the inks to the pencils to... To and the then sto- eventually to the, you get to the, to the storyboard, the storyboarding <laughs> yes, the storyboard, and then you see the showrunners or whatever. Yeah, it's the, uh, the executive producers. They like to show up a lot in the show too. They're actually the voice of Doof and Major Monogram. Um, okay, I was gonna ask because yeah, Jeff one of the guys. Marsh. That's the only one I know because it says his name. His name is Swampy. Yeah, his name is Swampy Marshall. His nickname is Swampy. Um, the other guy's Dan something. I can't ever remember his name. Yeah, because, like, you could tell, like, one of those was definitely Doofenshmirtz. Like, yes. You just hear it in his voice. <laughs> it's just him. And I, I imagine that's why Doof always is the center of all the new shows they try, because it's just him. They don't have to get another voice actor. It's just the gotcha. man. Uh, it's good, though. Um, But, yeah. So, anyway, Phineas and Ferb, they're on the ground, and the mothership it lands in, like, a baseball stadium. And <laughs> not, not before destroying the uh, the new statue. <laughs> oh yeah, the new statue. <laughs> they, they're erecting a statue at the baseball stadium of the tri-state area's founder, but it's made out of the most brittle material known to man. Very hard to sculpt. <laughs> Very hard to sculpt. And again, this is being announced by the mayor of the tri-state area, who's Doom's brother, at the baseball game on free shirt day. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, the mothership parks right above it, and they're all freaking out because it's gonna break it. And they relieve when it doesn't, but it starts to slowly lower itself down and grind away at the (laughs) statue. And the stadium is packed with the citizens of the tri-state area, and they are devastated beyond belief. 
just screams and tears and they can't believe what's happening. And, and then it like stops it, at the dog or something. Is that what it was? A dog? I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh my god. It was a little I animal. It, I feel like it was a raccoon or a beaver or something. Beaver. It a beaver. A beaver. <laughs> and they're relieved because oh god they didn't get the beaver. Thank god. No! And then it starts lowering again. Grinding the beaver into nothing. And eventually the stadium itself and they don't know what to do with themselves until one guy points out, hey, is that an alien spaceship? <laughs> and then everyone goes, oh, crap, it's awesome. <laughs> oh. I love this stupid thing so much. But yeah, so we got the mothership at the baseball stadium. They're going to use their plant and they're going to get all the CO2 in the area. And they need it to get to this like one point. Uh, like they have a sign like that you would see in a, an amusement park. Like you must be this tall to ride this ride. And you I guess it be. says like you must be this tall in order to like, you know, pour out spores or whatever. Release mind controlled spores. <laughs> yes. So, you know, they're just kind of waiting for that thing to go in. And that's when Phineas and Ferb and all their friends like they come in with a bunch of robots just to kind of like, you know, save the day. And they're Doesn't all work. Melt with their faces. <laughs> Yes. Did uh did the Indian kid Belgique did he have his face on his or whatever? He, he had his face on his, but it was also so much smaller and unimposing than the rest of them. Yeah, because like I think they all get destroyed, but Belgique is like still there, but yeah, I think then the destroyed rubble of one of the robots like falls on it. Just lands right on it, crushes it instantly, and he's very sad. <laughs> that poor boy. I know, I love him so much. He tries, man. <laughs> Yeah, so, oh, I guess that Phineas and Ferb, they use this opportunity, though, to sneak onto the ship and reunite with Candace. And she's kind of sad, like, she realizes, like, she hasn't been treating her brothers too well, and that she's ruined all the fun. And that's when Phineas and Ferb, they're all like, yo, we missed you, like, you know, you didn't ruin the fun, we love you. And that's when they give her a coffee mug that says, like, number one sister or something. And she's and, upset because she doesn't drink coffee, so she can't even receive a gift properly. Yes. But that's when, like, they say, like, yo, look inside. And that's kind of when, like, push a button. button makes itself appear. Yeah. And you push the button. And then it shows, like, all of the memories of all the fun times they had that summer. It's really good. Oh. And then the, the real touching moment of the... Cry I mean, alert! Yeah, cry alert. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It's emotional. Craig Kryler. I don't have the emotional attachment to the show. Oh, man. You watched all the episodes. I never said that. <laughs> why are we challenging me when either. I saw only if most anything, of them? He saw less than you. You did not see most of them. <laughs> you also saw them more recently. You've also I also probably seen most of season one. <laughs> I seen it so long ago. Fine. Whatever. No cry alerts here. Like, you've seen other movies and you had cry alerts. You spent the same amount of time with the characters. Yeah, but this is, like, different. I don't know. The movie was the movie was too funny. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. He, he cried during Ivan, didn't he? Damn right that, I cried during Ivan. It was that, a sad talking movie. Animals. That, that movie, though, that entire movie was really sad. Fine, it's about an ad, a fucking gorilla kept in a cage for 27 years. That's horribly yeah. sad. He Imagine talked. Being he in loved a cage. his life. No, he did not. 
Uh-huh. I thought he loved his life, kind of. I want to say loved. He was fine with his life. Whatever. This isn't the Ivan podcast. Stop defending yourself, Craig. Let me continue. Okay. No. Please. Okay. Keep talking about Ivan. (laughs) (laughs) I think I only got through that once. I don't think I can do it again. (laughs) That one was a quick episode, too. I know. (laughs) Oh. Okay. So, anyway, guys, um, I guess that, like, Candace, she's happy again, and she wants to help the boys save the day. And they figure it out, though, because it's free t-shirt day at the stadium. Yeah, baby! And everyone knows the lima bean men. They explode when they receive free stuff. Explode and they have the little Candace uh, voice line or whatever. <laughs> Sound. So she grabs the nearest t-shirt cannon and just goes to town. Which is probably the best way I've seen anyone do a, a completely heinous, violent act. But get away with it. Because they're fine. They'll grow back. Yes. It's not even a real gun. It's a t-shirt cannon. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yes. constantly just shooting people and then exploding for a good minute or so. Oh. Yeah, but I guess at and this all, point... It, was... they're, all, they're all yelling while well, the noise that they're making is can- Candace. Candace, Candace, Candace. <laughs> yeah, but at this point, like, did the spores actually release and they were doing it in gas masks? Uh, I don't think they released yet. Okay, gotcha. I think at the end of this section, the gas masks uh, happen. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, they have to put on gas masks because it turns out that the plant grew to whatever size in order to release the spores. So ooh, everyone this is the... super important. Continue. <laughs> While this was it. happening, I think Stacy kind of figured out, yo, shit's going down. I gotta get out of here. And she meets up with Jeremy, who's working the hot dog stand. <laughs> and he is getting spears ready for battle, boys. <laughs> Uh, to which Stacy goes, wow, you're already getting prepared for the alien invasion? To which Jeremy replies, there's an alien invasion? Just a, a really good bit. The boy's just making spears. That's what he does in his free time. He just LARPs. <laughs> yeah, it turns out, turns out he's a LARPer, guys. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, he's going, he's going to help, I guess. He also has <laughs> gas Yeah. But um, inside the stadium, like, you know, they basically take care of business and uh, like, uh oh, they don't have any more free T-shirts to use on the lady. But pretty much all the other dudes are dead. Oh, uh, well, no. not dead, but, you know, <laughs> please, it's just a bunch explode. of pair of legs. <laughs> Part <of> distinction. <laughs> yes, there are, everyone's a pair of legs except for the lady and humans. Sorry, lady as in the queen. But. That's when uh, we kind of find out that the plant, um, it grew to well, a well, really large hold size. Hold on. No, now it's, it's time. It's, well, it's, still, it's constantly growing. But it's time, it's time to have a one-on-one with Super Super Big Doctor. And maybe, maybe talk to her about why she's doing this. Why she felt the need to put her, her brothers in a dungeon. Why she feels the need to mind control everyone. You know? Maybe this all stems from a greater source of her feeling insignificant in the universe. <laughs> And she and makes it's that, true. And it's, yeah, she makes that breakthrough when she turns over a new leaf. It's time. You know what? I'm going to stop this. I don't need to mind control anyone. Let's get out of here, boys. Bye. But the but the plant grew and ate her. <laughs> so now we got to deal with this thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's wreaking havoc across the town. And it's all like, shit, what do we do here, guys? And that's when Doofenshmirtz comes in on his dragon with his daughter. 
And turns out that what was it? The chicken replacement. The, the, chi- the chicken. Yes, the chicken replacement. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out the one that they had brought, like instead of like you know teleporting you to the nearest chicken or whatever. Well, to the they, nearest chicken, see the problem is they did try to do that. But he already yes. teleported a chicken onto the planet to get rid of the first dragon. Yes. So they were kind of trapped there for a bit. Until because... they realized that there was a furthest away chicken option. <laughs> so. Of course there is. So they teleported to the furthest away chicken and they're back on Earth with their dragon friend. And I guess that's where I kind of don't get it. Did the dragon do anything or no? I don't think anyone did anything. (laughs) They made this whole big scene with Jeremy. They did nothing but be there. (laughs) Yeah. Because all that matters is that the chicken replacinator ends up just going into the hands of Candace. At least I think it went into Yeah, it goes into Candace. She she brings up the idea of, oh, let me just shoot this thing and teleport it with a chicken. And she does it. Except she had it set to the nearest chicken. Yes, and so she's she all excited because they, they added a new petting zoo in town. Or something. Oh, yes, that's right. It turns out the nearest chicken was just behind her because yes, they just got a petting zoo installed downtown thanks to Balji and his petitioning. <laughs> the stupidest oh. show, I, I swear to God. But then they just uh, changed the setting and they put it back to the planet, right? Oh, the, the furthest chicken away. Yes. Yeah. So that goes off to that other planet. I guess that there ends up being a chicken still on that planet, right? There, there was. should be. Yeah, there should. There's like <laughs> actually, we, we skipped that part. Is when they when Doofenshmirtz and uh, oh, it's still good and joke. his daughter are trying to come back, and and they use the teleporter, and it it just teleports them, you know, a couple feet, and they realize there's a chicken in front of them. They're like, Holy they didn't crap. even realize it. They just kept doing it, right? Yeah. Oh, well, they kept doing it, and they're like. Well, they're like, how the heck are we going to uh, get back? There's a chicken here. How is this going to screw everything up? And Doofus Grab picks up an axe. And he says something like, oh, he I know. He does not pick oh up an God. axe. He goes, accidents happen. And he picks uh, up his axe and Nate's horn. There's a difference. <laughs> accidents happen. And then his, 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 his daughter replies, Dad, you're not allowed to hurt that chicken. <laughs> oh, Because, again, it's still a kid's movie, guys. Of course. <laughs> so you, yeah, they you leave them believing that they're stranded until you find out. Of course, you send it to the furthest chicken setting, which I don't remember because the chicken away nader, uh, the chicken away nader, the chicken replacement nader was in an episode before, and I huh. can't remember if it actually had that setting. Um, it looked yeah, a lot different than this one. It was a, more of a mounted laser beam, but that's not important. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So okay. But yeah, Monster ends up back on its home planet or whatever, the plant monster. And dies immediately. Did the queen die too with that, or no. is she alive? No, when it shrunk it down, the queen was spit out, yeah. and then But oh. the coward people arrested her immediately, because they're braver now. Okay. And it's, it's them against her. It's only one of her. Everybody, her, her whole armory, army is a bunch of legs. <laughs> and trapped on Earth still. And on Earth, yeah. Yeah, and you even see them, like, get taken away in, like, a police uh, truck or something. Right? I don't remember yeah. that. I definitely remember them scrambling around while they were talking in the background. <laughs> I like a Wayne, the, the, the one guy, Wayne Brady. He's, he starts to, he just grows back and immediately explodes. Oh, he explodes again. Poor boy. Man. 
So, yeah, basically everything kind of comes full circle. Well, I don't know what full circle means, but, you know, the day's saved. And the town's kind of a mess. And this is when Candace, like, you know, she saved the day. Town is a mess. But she sees, like, off in the distance, "Uh uh-oh, that's mom's car. She's here. And she's finally going to see that the boys ruined town and that they're troublemakers. And this is kind of when, like... She turns over a new leaf and she doesn't want to rat out the boys anymore. And she's all like, yo, mom, don't come this way. We got to go to the other side of town. Get the boys pizza. They really wanted pizza. And yeah, that's kind of why, like, I felt like I thought that this was like an ending to the series or something. Yeah, I I get why you think that. But (laughs) this is probably like the third time Candace has embraced her brother's nonsense gotcha yeah like again the show is constantly repeating things this is no different it's same shit it takes away a lot of the impact but hey if you've you've not seen the show that much this is it's you know it means something yeah yeah Yeah. exactly so yeah and they have a song about how great they're uh like how they're a great family and she loves her brothers and you know the end i guess yeah. Unless there was something I missed. There's well, there's the amazing ending song. <laughs> was it actually amazing? Oh, I loved it. It was stupid meta. Uh because, you know, they the way they did the ending song was that they do with a lot of movies as they're showing like the highlight points of the movie, but as silhouettes, you know? And the the, the ending was song this is the credits? This was the credits, yeah. I skipped past this. Oh, yeah, man, you missed so out. Oh, you guys suck so much. Because it was very much making fun of the action movie trope of showing you the the movie again. Yes, yes. But as silhouettes, so it's more impactful and meaningful. And they have this amazing score. Again, these are the lyrics of the song. And then, of course, there's the lyric of keep watching because we have our obligatory ending credit scene coming up right now. And then they... I just skipped to this. <laughs> yeah, I skipped to it too. You guys missed out. That's how you watch the movie another half time. <laughs> Man. Oh, it's so good. And the ending credit scene is really good too. It's so stupid. Yeah. Dad sees a portal. Credit... <laughs> he goes to Doofenshmirtz's lab, which was on fire. I don't even know how it set fire. But... Oh, when they blasted well... off in the rocket, the engines ignited his apartment. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, that immediately comes back. He's partly on fire, I guess. Oh. Yeah, and that that causes the boys' portal to ignite. Uh, and, you know, turns to ash and disappears. <laughs> and then Mom comes home. <laughs> and goes, uh, Lawrence, what happened to you? And he goes, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, they just had to clean up the portal. It's tradition. Yeah. I enjoyed this, but I like I don't know. For me, I felt it was a little long. Oh, it was. Uh, I didn't. I didn't actually. I, I like this movie a fair amount. I didn't love it. It felt more like a longer Phineas and Ferb episode than an actual Phineas and Ferb movie, like the first one did. Across yeah. the Second Dimension is so much better than this one. They also didn't really change like the animation or anything, right? Is it pretty? Uh, much the same? It was a little bit. A lot of times, like these movies, will have like higher animation quality. Yeah. It was a little bit. I think there was, the, the animation here was a little bit more fluid than the actual show. Mm-hmm. Um, like, 
I guess maybe a little more fluid, but yeah, like with other movies, like there's a clear difference. Yeah, like no. with the Powerpuff Girls movie, like that was well, a clear difference. Well, I mean, guys, you're comparing things like for actual or... theaters than yeah. to a forest streaming service crap they just farted out because, you know, Phineas and Ferb is popular. Yeah, Deep Palm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, you win that one. Well, I mean, mm, yeah, okay, you win. Yeah, was, you guys want to fight this? Oh, it was in theaters. No, it wasn't. It was never made for theater. No, I was thinking, I was trying to think of other examples. No, I was just going to say, me and Rich saw that Powerpuff Girls movie in theaters together. Yeah. It's a really good movie. I don't know how many times I've our watched it. Our first date. Oh, that's cute. It was our cute. first date in uh, fifth grade, maybe. You guys have been together ever since. I'm jealous. <laughs> Six, it might have been sixth. I don't know. I don't know. But we were definitely remember, too old to be there in the theater. Yeah, I do. I, I just remember the movie theater being super packed, and your mom had to sit somewhere else. <laughs> so we it was sat, perfect for us. Me, me, and you, <laughs> me and you had sat together, and your mom sat somewhere by herself. Oh, the old hole in the popcorn trick. <laughs> good times. Good times. Took me a while to get to. Uh, <laughs> Surprise at the end. <laughs> First, I didn't know it's, what Craig was going it's for. It's funny because I don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I just understood that. <laughs> I can tell it was taking you a while. It's because I'm fat. And I, <laughs> I like to eat. <laughs> well, it's certainly not the alternative. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what are we doing next week, boys? <laughs> Having a laugh, I hope. It's going to be hard to top this one, unless it's Phineas and for the movie Across the Second Dimension. Woo. I don't think I can do another Phineas and Ferb, though. Oh, that's fine. Not yet, at least. Uh, you can pick it like, then. Like, I definitely could do another Phineas and Ferb, but yeah, instead, um, let's do um Disney Channel original movie. Mm, Cadet Kelly. How's the production value on that one? Anything compared to the series? It's <laughs> as good as the Powerpuff Girls movie. That's amazing. <laughs> well, can't wait to dive into that one with you guys. Just let me dove straight into that popcorn container. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, Dunce number one signing off. Good night and good bless. Craig still leaving too. And I'm the third one. Who wants pie? We have excellent news. The matchmaker has found you an auspicious match. It is decided. Come and sit down. It is what is best for our family. Yes. I will bring honor to us all. Quiet. Composed. Graceful. Disciplined. Qualities we see in a good wife. These are the qualities we 